You're listening to Pure and Utter. Pure and Utter. Shite. No, it's not shite. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you've been in a nudist beach in a hot place or a cold place? Uh huh, and I brought my willy one time and my bum. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, you are joined with Ryan Lynch and Gary Gamble. Hello and welcome to another episode of Pure and Utter and we are on episode, episode number four. Today you are joined by Ryan Lynch and Gary Gamble. And we're back for your weekly dose of Pure and Utter Egetry all together. Yes, Pure and Utter is, seems to be, well it seems to be getting around. A lot of people tell me, hey, I heard that Pure and Utter, I heard that Pure and Utter. So I've had a lot of feedback, yeah. Yeah, Pure and Utter is shit. Do you know what the one feedback <laughs> we get is uh, some people say we talk a bit fast for we foreigners. Do. So today we are going to slow down a little bit. Yes. Not We're, too slow. Not too slow. <laughs> <laughs> is it that fast? Not too slow, no. Well, we will try our best to speak clearly so you can all understand us and listen to our pure and utter lunacy over here in the Northwest. And we have a lot of topics to get through today, Ryan, so God help us. Let's kick into the first one. Here we go. So I normally asked you what you've been up to this week, but I know what you've been up to because we ended up going down to Cork, down to the bottom of Ireland, yes. and we went to London. We went to Cork first for, we had a gig down there in Skibbereen, and then we went from Skibbereen to London. It was absolutely amazing. Skibbereen's a great place. Cork's brilliant. You know oh. what? I haven't spent much time in Cork myself, but the people down there are so fun. I really loved it down there. It, it was, was great. good crack. Now, they're wild, nice people. You could take them all home with you. They're that lovely. Oh, they are. If you're from Cork and you're Chindor way, hello to you. And even there was people there from Tipperary and Limerick and all round. Oh, all round the country. Aye, they mm. all come down. And, um, Come also, down the mountain, Katie Daly. <laughs> Sorry to squeeze that in. Uh, and also we went to London and we went for a particular reason. What was that reason, Gary? Ryan purchased some Sophie Ellis Baxter tickets for my birthday back in July. And we got to see her a few days ago in London at the Apollo in Hammersmith. That's right. Now, to be honest with you, I'm not a huge Sophie Ellis Baxter fan. How dare you? Sophie, did you hear him? But I wasn't. And then I went to see her and I can say now, I am a fan. She was oh, really fantastic. Such a great show, wasn't she'll it? I love that now. Sophie is such a darling. She's class. And those big, lovely long legs and that singing. And Oh, <laughs> I think she's just amazing. She turned me straight. It's she's murder on the dance floor. Murder on the dance floor. She's very particularly well-spoken. I love oh, it. Oh, she is class. It's murder. Murder, murder. on the dance floor. You think you've got your way but baby there's a catch catch <laughs> There's a cut. <laughs> Love the way she sings um, But actually, the gig was great. And I recorded a little snippet of her chatting. You did. And on her Christmas kitchen disco, Sophie gives some facts about each place that she's playing on the tour. So I recorded some of the facts that she gave in about London. So why don't we have a listen? <gasps> You're so naughty. I didn't even know you'd done that. <laughs> I'm telling Sophie. Let's hear it. Um, another thing that I learned, like, obviously a lot of people think of London like Mary Poppins. Actually, it's illegal to fly a kite in London. It's also illegal to feed the pigeons in Trafalgar Square. So, don't tell the tourists, but that's the truth of the matter. Um, but however, if you're walking through any of our many parks, you might like to know that actually London is the largest urban forest in the world. Yes, true fact. Because to be 
qualified as a forest that has to be over 20% green, and it's like 21% green. So we're just in there. Are you still bearing with me? I've got more for you, I've got more for you. Okay, I learned another fact, and then I looked it up and a bit more, because I was like, that sounds too good to be true. And then something said it wasn't true, and something said it was, and I thought, it's the internet, that means it's definitely true. So, when they first opened London Zoo, if you didn't have the three and a half pence entry, you could play with a cat or a dog, which we played uh -huh. in the Lions and Tigers. <laughs> I know. What do you think of that? What do you think of that? It's a bit controversial, isn't it? Oh my God, Ryan, imagine that if you wanted entry to the zoo. You had to bring a dog or a cat to feed to the lion. I don't believe that's really well, true, but it might have been in the, those days. You never know. Well, that's <laughs> unbelievable. There you go. Do you know what? That's a good idea when you're doing a gig to give some facts about, about the, the local area. area. That's, yeah. that's funny. Well done, our Sophie. And Ryan was feeling really bad. He says, oh, Gary, I'm so sorry. These are bad seats. Ryan, they weren't bad seats. And to even make it better, Sophie ended up coming up to the front of us, one seat away from us. She walked right past us. So it was very good all together. Put us in the perfect festive mood for Christmas. She did. And she sang, Have yourself a merry little Christmas a cappella. That was beautiful. And At she sang end. Fairy Tale in New York for Kirsty and Shane with Dan Gillespie Sells from The Feeling. And that was gorgeous as well. She I was loved amazing. It. Loved she it. Was absolutely loved amazing. It. And Ryan, you must be delighted this week because something else happened. Of course, my very old and dear friend. How old? Uh, 15 years probably now. Oh my God. Uh, Ginger Johnson win RuPaul's Drag Race UK, the Yay! next drag superstar. Oh, that's amazing. And I never watched it, but I just thought it was amazing, the finale. I only watched the finale and I just knew that he was talented, creative and he was going to win. Oh, of course. So did I. <laughs> anyway, let's get on to our first topic of the podcast today. Here we go. So, Gary, our first topic that I would like to talk about with you today has been playing on my mind. Uh, playing on your mind? I want to talk all about nudity. Oh! -ho! So, let's talk about it. Have you ever been nude, yeah, nude the day I was born? in public? Nude in public? Of course! Where? Oh, loads of places, the nudist beaches. Oh, you've been to uh, a nudist beach? Aye, loads of times. <laughs> Where? <laughs> Over in Gran Canaria and Spain and somewhere else. So you've been on a nudist beach? Of course, everybody's been on a nudist beach. All right, so you've been in a nudist beach in a hot place or a cold place? Uh -huh, and I burnt my willy one time and my bum. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's a disaster you should always wear, SPF. <laughs> Burnie willy. Do <laughs> what they were calling me for the week. <laughs> Who, who's calling oh, you? All my friends are calling me Gary Cockburn. They were telling me that wasn't his surname. <laughs> Mr. Cockburn. Oh, no, hi, Mr. Coburn. I says Cockburn. <laughs> it's like Mrs. Bucket and Mrs. Bouquet. Oh, that's so funny. What about you, Ryan? At least they weren't calling you Gary Bucket. That'd be a different story. <laughs> what about you now? Come on. Have I been naked in public? I went to a nudist beach in the summer in Croatia oh. for the first time ever. And it was quite an experience. Um, there was... All sorts of people from across Europe and the world there. It was um, a lovely location on the rocks. So there's all sorts there, you know, uh, all sizes, shapes. And to be honest with you, it was so free and just to get your kid off and jump into the ocean Aye. and enjoy yourself. It was a good crack. Although I made sure that I had SPF on everywhere. Ew. I'm a, what are you oohing about? You didn't do it, you had Cockburn. 
know. Yeah. No, I don't like sun factor too much because I know how long to spend in the sun. And plus the fact, when you get the sun into your skin, it takes two hours for your body to make vitamin D. And if you're putting sun factor on, then your body's not able to make vitamin D. Okay, that's that's great logic. But I wasn't the one with the burnt cock at the end of the day. So <laughs> That's because I, I stayed too long. No, I was there for two and a half hours. So. And I should have been there only for 45 minutes. Oh, sure. I don't want to look How like... How did you never get something burned? I never get sunburned. I always, I put SPF on in the winter and everything, you know. Well, you I don't want to look like an Italian handbag in five years, you know. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been naked on stage, Gary? Naked on stage? Ah, oh, you have. Oh, I have. I'll talk yeah. about that in a minute. Have you? Let me think. Oh, yes, once. I was. Once I had a run in with just covered my balls. What was that? And it was a drag queen show. Oh, my God. Mm. And was... I wasn't the drag queen in it, unfortunately. Where was it? I hear me, unfortunately. <laughs> um, it was it, it was in, was it in England? I think it was. <laughs> what about you? Well, I've been on stage naked, I think, in several different productions now. It's never ever something I intended to do, but it sort of kept happening. <laughs> we could go on the stage as the naked singers. Oh, <laughs> God, I think those days are past for me, to be honest. So the first ever, um, I guess, off West End production I did when I started off doing musical theatre back in the day was a musical called Bathhouse the Musical. And I played the young ingenue who went to a gay sauna in the big city. And I, all I had to cover my modesty was a towel. Oh, you poor wee cut there. And I even posed naked in the Gay Times magazine. And <laughs> I, did you, Bash? I'm on, a, on the naked episode. Oh, my God. Um, and I look like a peeled sausage. It's not my best. <laughs> it's not my finest moment. Um, but you know what? You, and can we Google this online and all and find pictures of you and stick it up in the fridge and stuff? Please, God, no, don't <laughs> do that. Oh, it's desperate altogether. So why high nudity's grand, like? Well, I suppose it's very free. And after that, um, I, I didn't fluster me at all but I ended up doing the full Monty the show as well Brian keep your clothes on that, that was quite a complex uh, situation you know that you had the magnetic trousers and you had the magnetic thong and the whole shebang you had to make sure you got your hat out to cover your bits and bobs before <laughs> <laughs> you exposed yourself it was quite complicated And you, but you know it was even harder than that <laughs> I, I didn't what? mean. I didn't mean like that. What was Gary. harder than that, Ryan? Uh, doing a Yorkshire accent. Can oh, you do oh as well, and being naked. Can you do a Yorkshire accent? Not really. Or no. go on, give it a go. What about you? <laughs> no, I can't do Yorkshire. <laughs> Why can't you do it? And I'll just copy you, uh, Marion. We need to talk about Mallorca. I think a week might be a bit much. We need to talk Ooh. about Mallorca. <laughs> I think next week will be a bit much. <laughs> I have oh, my clue. God, forgive. no, I'll just stick to me. We um. Cork and Donegal accents. I'm Scottish accent. Have you thrush? Thrust. Thrust. Oh, God. Thrust it's been wet. years since I've had to do this accent. Don't quote me on that. But Ryan, sure, everybody walks about naked too as well, if they're comfortable with each other. Well, there you go. That was interesting. That was interesting. We've been both nude on stage and at beaches. And we've also realised it was hard for you one time. <laughs> what to do the Yorkshire accent? <laughs> Ryan, when you're a kid, naturally, you obviously say to everybody when you're younger, when I grow up, I want to be this and I'm going to be a that. So, like, jobs, what, what was your job or what did you see yourself doing Okay, when you were a kid? Like, you were like, oh, when I grow up, I want to be a... Well, I always wanted to be a pop star. I want to be Claire out of Steps, to be honest with you. <laughs> Claire from Steps. But now it's too late to put up a... Why oh, you sound like her from the back? Ah... No, um, no, I, I always wanted to perform and sing and be on stage. I think it was like 
chronic attention seeking from about the age of three that <laughs> my god <laughs> do you know what there's videos um home videos of me i've seen them you sure and me. it's so funny oh, i'm so just funny. like look at me Aww. from the age of three so i don't think you know a lot of people struggle with what they want to do or what, what jobs they want to have um but i've always wanted to sing and perform and now i do that so that's uh, that, that's quite fun well that's what, good what about you gary what did you always want to i do? wanted to be an airline pilot believe it or not did you yes Flying around the world. And I have flown lots of times with a pilot. <laughs> and um, it was amazing. <laughs> I've done eight hours, believe it or not. Wow. Um, and why did you stop? I don't know. I just uh, started to sing and I got more but giddy and carry on. And it was like, oh God, imagine me being a pilot. I scared the shit out of everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've been going left and right. Woo! Let's do loop the loop. You've devilment in you. I know. So, uh, no, but it's a great pastime. Um, oh my God, pure and utter in the skies. Oh my God, pure and utter in the skies. So, guess what, Ryan? We should cool sometime. Yes, for sure. I know. Ryan, what was your first job? Oh. I've always been working. I used to work um, in some of the local hotels, the Clan Ray, um, as a silver service waiter since I was quite young. I think you told me that. I forgot about that, actually. I used to um, also... Were you born when you were very young? Oh, I very young. Oh, right. Gone ahead. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I used to work in the hotel, silver service, used to work behind the bars. Um, I've had a, so many crazy jobs. Do you know what? One of my favorite experiences was when I was working in Harrods department store. Ah, in you London. took me there, but where, where, not, where did you take me? Oh, Liberty. Oh. I worked there too. But I worked in Harrods department store and I used to work in the watch repairs department of Harrods. And it was uh, so fancy. You'd get all of these fabulous watches, Rolexes, Patek Philippe and all of these things. So anyway, I um, used to uh, take in these watches and repair them and sort them out. So you'd have to send some of these watches. Some of these watches... You know, there was one watch who was owned by an oligarch from Azerbaijan and it was a one-of-a-kind carbon fibre Patek Philippe that cost uh, £275,000 for the watch. It's crazy, right? Oh, my God. And there was this uh, lovely woman. She must have been a little bit older, uh, maybe in her early 60s, mid-60s. And she came in and uh, I was working at a desk and my colleague, a, a lovely young lady, was working at the other desk. She stuck her head around the corner and she went... I'm going to sit with the boy. And she came and sat at my desk, not the girl's Who was desk. she? I'm getting to it. Can oh, you sorry. calm down? <laughs> so anyway, she said, I'm going to sit with the boy. So she came and sat at my desk and I helped her and she was like, well, my husband, you know, um, he's got this little uh, watch that needs a, a repair, but he also has a Rolex that he bought in uh, Geneva Airport uh, with Woody Allen. And I was like, oh, really? Yeah. Because, you know, there's lots of famous people that come through ah, the doors. They have to buy watches too. Like. So anyway, she said, Woody Allen helped him pick his uh, Rolex out. And I was like, okay, wonderful, whatever. Um, helped her, did everything. Anyway, she said, oh, you can you can Google my husband when I leave. And she gave me his name. Turns out was Hugh Hefner's right-hand man. He helped Hugh Hefner build the Playboy Mansion. whole massive empire. He set up the first uh, Playboy casino in London. And I looked on his Wikipedia and it said Spice and it was her. So oh. I clicked on it and turns out she was the most stunning uh, Playboy bunny of the year. I think it was 1970. Well, Ryan, it goes to show like you, that. you could be serving anybody any time of the day, anywhere in the world and you never know who they are. You never know their backstories. You're right. And then we had Gemma Collins in the next day and she just was 
loud. <laughs> oh, she's mad out, cracker. But tell me, what other jobs did you do? Hi, is there any other jobs that you did over the years that, well, apart from those that you're making that there action ah. with, your, with your mouth from, apart from that, <laughs> what other jobs? Look at you, the wee angel in the corner. <laughs> I have. I've never done those sort of jobs before. I've I done know. plenty of jobs. I know. That's why you're always complaining about your knees, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what other kind of jobs Stop that, that, that I want to do or want to have? Sore throat <laughs> and sore knees. Ah, uh, that's you. No. Come here. <laughs> um, an undertaker. <laughs> you wanted to be an undertaker. Yes, and I still will probably be someday. I'd probably be sacked for laughing. Oh, God, you probably do something. I know, something stupid. Do you know this? There was a friend of mine who was an undertaker, Ryan, and he was driving like a hearse all his life. And one day he was driving a bus and someone tapped him on the shoulder and he nearly crashed the bus <gasps> because he was an undertaker for years. <laughs> <laughs> he must have thought he was driving the hairs and somebody tapped him on the shoulder. <laughs> Go and let me out at this stop. <laughs> oh my God. There's a program on Netflix, um, it's, I think it's called The Undertaker or The Funeral Director. It's about a gentleman in Mayo. Now he is great crack. He's like me, he's mad in the head. Well, I don't know if he's mad in the head, but I am. And uh, I, I did you watch it with me? No, no? I never no, seen it. No, all right, you're going to have to watch it because it's amazing. It's on Netflix called Funeral Director. I think it is. And he's a gentleman from Mayo and he's just crazy crack. But he's so good at his job. And by the way, his name is David McGowan and um, he's uh, from Mayo. We'll have to watch that. Do you know what I would actually like to do? <laughs> I would like to be... Um, like an astronomer and look at the stars. Um, maybe like... My daddy was giving you a telescope and you didn't take it. I must tell him. I want it. I know you want it. Okay, I would love to do that. I love staring into space. There's something about that that's so uh, interesting. The final frontier, so to speak. Do you know what I mean? We don't know what's out there. True enough. You're always staring into space. You can do it now when you're not even <laughs> looking at me like <laughs> You're a cheeky wee... <laughs> Okay, it's that time of the week. It's time for Gamble's Garbage. <laughs> Is that right? I just <laughs> yes. made that up on the piano. <laughs> By the way, folks, there's a piano in the studio beside us. There you go. Oh. Gamble's Garbage this week is another joke and we get I get rated out of 0 out of 10. Last week's joke was 10, it episode was, it 3. It was rustyfannies.com. It was. Last week was all about rust down below in the nether regions. Well, Gamble's Garbage this week, I have a little joke for Ryan and um, I get marked out of 10. So it could be 0 for shite or 10 for fantastic. And hopefully we'll try and make him laugh. With your help, listeners, he might. He might even crack a smile. <laughs> oh God, that was a crack. Starting already. So anyway... Uh, Ryan, do you know that there's five men in the world today that are fantastic in the bedroom department? They're the main men that you should have in your life if you want to be happy for the rest of your life. And I'm going to tell you, live here in the studio, the five men that are very important in someone's life. And you have to really try and get one of these men because you'll be happy ever after. Okay. Number one is the doctor. A mm. doctor. Because mm. the doctor tells you, take off all your clothes. Okay. The dentist came in at number two. Right. Because he always says, open wide. Right. <laughs> the coal man came in at number three. Because he always says, do you want it in the front or do you want it in the back? <laughs> <laughs> the okay. interior decorator, he came in at number four. <laughs> Why? He says... 
it's up now. What do you think? Do you like it? <laughs> Does he say it like that? <laughs> do you like it? And number five was the bank manager. Why? Or a bank man even. Why? Because he always says, if you take it out now, you'll lose interest. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the five most important men in your life. Pounds out of ten. Is that the joke? That's, a, that's not really a joke. Just only see reaction. That it's is, a seven, isn't there? A six. Uh, I'll give it a five, and oh, I'm being generous. Oh, there's me. I was going to be a six or seven. That's us for this week's gamble's garbage. <laughs> do, 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 do. Oh, I do, don't have to uh, do that. <laughs> well, let's come to that point of the week. It is time for our audience interaction. Yes, audience interaction. We have a question for you this week. And the question is, who would you like us to interview for our very first season of interviews, which commences in January? If you've got a celebrity in mind that you think we should interview, then let us know and we might try our very best to get them into the studio. We will try our very best. We've got contacts. Do we? Yeah, well, you've got glasses. Uh. <laughs> now, faggity and let's hey. sing along, everybody. Faggity and faggity and Faggity and faggity and That was beautiful. Oh my God. It's like, I was going to light a candle. It's getting worse every time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gary. So I have the question for faggity and this week. Oh, no, I wanted to do it. No, I, I'm doing it this week. You always do it. What the meaning? I have here sat in front of me all these pages. I have to reply to them now this week. Anyway, go ahead. All right. So this one comes in from a lady who's emailed who listens to us. Anyata from um, Abba. It's not. It's not one of the oh. banshees. No. Frida. No, it's not her either. She's. Oh. They're busy doing. Claire from Steps. <laughs> Sophie Alice Baxter. No, none of the Damn none it. of them girls. Maybe someday. But maybe it is because she's asked to <gasps> remain anonymous. Let's just call her Mary. Shall we just call her Mary? Auntie Mary had a canary. I know, up the leg of her drawers. Right, this week, how do you get canaries out of legs of drawers? <laughs> Fart. <laughs> hum, go to home, Stay there at night. <laughs> Scares the shit out of them. I know. <laughs> the hum will scare the shit out of you and the canary. That's it for this week's Faggity Aunt. <laughs> so let's say, we'll call this lady, this listener, Mary, who needs our help. So Mary has said to me, boys at Pure and Utter, I am desperately single and I feel like I'm going to be single forever. I'm Aww. turning 30 next year, but I don't think I'll ever meet anyone. I'm quite shy. What tips can you give me to get over my shyness and maybe find Mr. Right? Well, first of all, enjoy single life because I absolutely love it. Okay. Love it. Okay. You don't need boyfriends. But she's looking for one. She just needs a companion. A companion, right? She can have a friend with benefits. Mm-hmm. Or does she? What is it? She's actually missing companionship. Does she say that? No. She says she doesn't want she to be single for forever, and she's shy. You're, not, and you're born alone, and you die alone. That's my motto. Well, you know, you can, they're not all like me or you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, don't be shy. Get your confidence up. Get out there, girl. Do some shopping. Get that hair done. <laughs> get the makeup done, and get out and about and shake your hip. So, oh, shake your. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, what would you say? Uh, you know, if you're afraid to maybe approach someone you you fancy, or I know you don't struggle with that because you exude confidence, Gary Gamble. But someone who <laughs> someone who's maybe a little bit more of a, well, a I'll shy tell you person. Do. If that anonymous person, Mary, 
Mary, let's if call her Mary. If she comes to me and says, can I get a night out with you? I will set her up. I am the male Stella Black. Oh, really? God rest her, I love Stella. I am the male Stella Black. And you know that. Surprise, I could set, surprise. I could set you up with Tom, Dick and Harry. Mary, I'll tell you this one. The man that you'll meet will be singing to you, that's the wrong way to tickle Mary. <laughs> and she'll be laughing her way to the altar. She'll be married and then she'll be coming back in faggoty hat in five years time saying, I wish I never met him. <laughs> My advice is probably not good in this one Ryan, we need some of your input Come on, tell us okay. Shake your hip I don't know, I think maybe Shake your whole hip <laughs> I think maybe um, I don't know, maybe give um, A wee bit of online dating a crack What do you think about that? Get ah, your profile, your Tinder, your Bumble mm-hmm. Your Chapchat Snapchat, chap, snap, Twitter and Skitter and Instagram and Instagram. Do you know what? Do you know what? You need to dig through a lot of shite to find some gold, though. That's my tip. Mm. Just, you know, maybe once a week, maybe meet up for a coffee with someone, see how it goes. If you like them, you like them. If you don't, make move on. Just go with the flow, my darling Mary, and you will be quite contrary. And don't worry about turning 30. It's all good. I know, 30's good. Well, I hope you find your true love eventually. But you know what they always say? When you're not looking, that's when you find the person, isn't it? Exactly. And always make sure when you find him that he has a big personality. Massive personality. Auntie Mary has a canary. Up the leg of our drawers. Ryan, last week we had a great reaction to me singing songs of Daniel O'Donnell. Right, that's right. And you laughed so much that you fell off your seat and cracked your elbow. (laughs) So this week I thought I'd try it again to see, can you guess the name of the song and the singer stroke singers? That's too much of a clue. Oh, okay. I'm ready. Okay, then. Well, here we go. <laughs> I've been here all night. I've been here all day. And boy got me walking side to side. <laughs> Let them hold no. I'm talking to you. See you standing over there with your body. Feeling like I want to rock with your body. <laughs> and we don't got to think about nothing, but nothing. I'm coming at you. Because I know you got a bad reputation. It doesn't matter because you give me the temptation. And we don't going to think about nothing. These friends keep talking way too much. Say I should give up. Can't hear them. No, because I've been here all night. (laughs) Oh, no. What is it? Is it Ariana Grande? Yeah. That's one of them anyway, and Nicky. Oh, it's Nicky again. You're a fan of Nicky. (laughs) Nicky Lodian. Nicky Lodian. Who's Nicky? Nicky Meninge. Meninge. Nicky Meninge. And it's songs called Side to Side. Well done, Ryan. Do you know what that song's about? Well, never mind. We'll move on. <laughs> Ryan, my pure nutter delight that hasn't gone unnoticed was meeting the darling herself, the longest legged Liddy in London. <laughs> Sophie Ellis Bexter. Oh, she was great. It was a really good concert, wasn't it? You are now a fan. I am. I know I've you are. reformed my ways. She's absolutely amazing. She's, she was brilliant. She put on a great show. And she says happy Christmas to me too. She did. And did you see that big plastic horse she had? Ah, that was class. class. There's class. a name for it. She calls it something. I was seeing something backstage over her wee social media and she calls the horse something. We should get a plastic horse. Yeah, and stick it up your hole and then you'll be in a stable condition. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, what was your pure and her delight this week? <laughs> <laughs> um, my pure and utter delight this week was getting to go back to London, see all my friends, oh, caught up with loads Tom. of people. It was lovely. Yeah, Tom Stefan. and Jan. Stefan, hello. And Stefan and, and, and Milos and Gregosh. Yes. And Peter. 
And Peter and as Peter, well. Peter the pumpkin eater. Oh. <laughs> and Enrique Iglesias. We met Enrique too. Oh, Enrique too. Oh. Okay. And Etienne was sick. He wasn't well. So hello Etienne. Hello Etienne, yes. So it was great to catch up with everybody. Absolutely amazing. Ryan, my pure another shout this week was we were supposed to have edited and have up our first little showreel on our website, but I never got it done. So I'm apologising to you. I'm very sorry. And I'm begging for forgiveness. Well, you don't get it, you big <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Work harder, you lazy here. <laughs> right, what was your... <laughs> Fear not to shite this week. <laughs> My car's got a hum in it. <laughs> oh, did you buy it in Oma? No, I, I left the window open and it got soaked and now my car's all small. Oh, yeah, anyway. I'll help you fix it up. Oh, it'll be grand. So the water got in where? Front, back, side, where? Driver's seat, sure, right? In the prime position. Oh, uh, on the seat. Three got worse on it. Probably actually helped it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's well, not bad. You can get it clean. If you would like to hear more from Pure and Utter and see more visually, you can visit us at www.pureandutter.com and you can follow all of our social media channels. They're all linked there. Yeah. And if you have a faggoty aunt question, if you need some advice or some help, please send your message to pureandutter at gmail.com. And no, we will try. no more. There's too many on there. There's 14. We have to go through. Oh, sure. People need help. People need love. People need loving. All right, I'm going home after that singing. See you later. Bye. <laughs> I'll just stay here and sing. <laughs> so if you're near me, darling, can't you hear me? S-O-S. I, need, I can't get out. I can't get out. <laughs> SOS. Send help. And love you gave me nothing. What's to save me? SOS. I'm deceased. <laughs> <laughs>